Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Grant and Danny welcoming you back on the fan. Double play at 345, blitz at 4, and at that time, at 4 o'clock, right here on G&D, we're giving away two tickets to a Fallout Boy concert in town. So you got to be listening to win those in about 31 minutes. Taylor Heineke was on the Pat McAfee show. A lot of ground got covered about his future in Washington or elsewhere. Tons to tell you about what he said, but let's play a couple of audio clips for you. First... This was uh, Taylor Heineke on Sam Howell, the quarterback he shared a room with this season. So, uh, what was that? The last game of the year? It was earlier in the week. You were supposed to you were supposed to start. You were going to go a half or whatever. And you said, "Listen, I've got the most moxie in the NFL. I'm a guy you could have a beer with. Let Sam go and see what he can do." Is that what happened, pretty much? Yeah, uh, I won't get into specifics, but they initially made me start it that week. Um, I'm kind of sitting back and look at it and how everything kind of unfolded the last previous two weeks. Um, you know, the, can- the game really didn't mean anything for us. Um, and, you know, we've seen Sam do what he can do during practice and through, through training camp. He's he a dog ball. in there, huh? The, dude, the dude's a dog. The dude can ball. Um, oh, so, so I was like, hey, he's got a chance to see, see what he's got. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'll draft him for a reason. Um, so he nice went out there and balled out. So, you know, it, I'm very excited for him. He's got a bright future ahead of him. He keeps. So they talked about the benching and how it, it led to you know, basically him being on the sideline against the San Francisco 49ers, and he admitted to and confirmed that based on Buddy sending in some things, he, he did know that Ron Rivera was considering benching him against the 49ers in the game where Wentz came back in. This is Heineke on the Pat McAfee show. Like, how was it all kind of yeah. – how did you take it all in? It was tough. Um Again, like you said, I understand the business of the NFL. Just paid a guy $30 million. Let's give him another chance. Um, I think we lost two or three in a row there. Lost two, had a tie, um, and we were kind of on the cuff there. we got to make the playoffs. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say I felt disrespected. Uh, it was just kind of the communication of how it all went down. Um, I wasn't very happy about. Whoa. How about that? Huh. I wonder what that means. Well, it means he wasn't told that. The leash was short, and then there was the report that the leash was short, and he found out by way of the media that he might get benched before kickoff. Probably not a great way to find out that the leash got shorter, right? I mean, that's not ideal, and that was poorly communicated if that's the case. I like that he said, look, I understand this guy makes 30 million bucks. Right. He's probably going to start again at some point. Um, It was tough. I'm not going to say I was disrespected. The communication of how it all went down, 
I wasn't very happy about. And uh, they go on to ask him more about, like, did he know that he was on the verge of being benched? And he said that he had friends sending him articles right before the kickoff of that 49ers game. Remember when the story came yeah. out that morning that it he might that, get benched? I was trying to remember if it was the night before that morning, but it was so, around that time frame, Yeah, right? I think that day as he's yeah. getting ready for the game. Now, by the way, just as, a, as, as an aside, if your buddy ever makes the NFL and is a starting quarterback, you probably shouldn't send them the articles that they might get benched that day. I just got this message from a pal. This could be your last show. Right. It's not great. Right before you go out and play against <laughs> yeah. Nick Bosa. Probably not great. Yeah. Although I will say to his credit, the first half of that game, he was on fire. Uh, it lit a fire under his butt. He came out. He was automatic. That was the best half of football I thought he played all year. And then, obviously, he turned the ball over a couple times in the second half. That was all And Ron pulled the plug right away. Uh, he was asked about his future with Washington. Here's what uh, Taylor Heineke had to say again. Pat McAfee show. Are you excited to get out of the commander's building and kind of pass the drama or no? Um, I might be back there. Um, I would love to be back there. Is that you know? something that's being chatted about? We'll see. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about anything. Oh, I mean, that, that's hinting at, yeah. hey, we, we'd like to re-sign you, or maybe that they have had a conversation. I mean, there, there were quotes. You could see whatever you want to see, right? Because uh, he was asked, I think one of the guys on that show is a Packers fan, and he makes it all about the Packers, and it's hilarious, and everyone thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, obviously, I would love to go to the Packers. That's been a childhood dream of mine. Other than that, I want to play. I want to start. If that opportunity doesn't come up, being a backup quarterback in the NFL is one of the best jobs in America. I've always liked that he's got his head on straight. Stole the words out of my mouth, legitimately. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like You could tell this is someone with perspective. This is, of course, somebody. Listen, you don't get to that level and go, man, I hope I'm the backup. You want to play. It's it's how you're wired. It's how you get there. So, of course, he'd like to start. Of course, he would like that kind of opportunity. But he also recognizes that there's going to be other people ahead of him in the pecking order almost every time. He's not going to be anybody's first choice. He gets that. He sort of knows where he's at, but also has that sort of you know kind of bulldog mentality to kind of keep chopping wood. So, all about it. What just you could see why he's such a likable dude. They just, I just thought it was interesting they covered a lot of ground about the end of the season. He was asked about when going into the final week, they named him the starter, and then they ended up naming Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. And I'm a paraphrasing here via Hogshaven, but he said, I won't get into specifics, but they initially made me the starter. I looked at how everything unfolded the last two weeks. The game didn't really mean anything for us. We've seen that Sam Howell can do for us. Dude's a dog. Dude can ball. They went with Sam Howell. This meshes kind of with what I was told, which was, when Heineke understood, and I don't know that it was communicated to him directly from Rivera, but when it became clear to him that he would start that final game but not finish it, and it would be the second time in as many games that he got to start a game that he couldn't finish, he went to, from what I was told, Ron Rivera and said, hey, you might as well just start Sam Howell. Let him play this week. If you're just going to bench me in the middle of the game so that he can come in and get his reps, just play him. And it was taken as, like, best teammate in the world. He wants Sam Howell to get his shot. I think it was some of that, maybe. But I also think it was a lot of being annoyed and over the fact that he was just kind of the 1 a.m. call. (laughs) He'll be there whenever we need him. If we need him for a half, he's there. If we need him for the second half, he's there. I think he was kind of over it at the end of the year and and didn't want to be used again to begin a game that he wasn't going to finish. I think that's one part of it. You play against the Cowboys' first-string defense while they're on the field, and then when they get benched, uh, we're going to put Howland against the backups. Like, No, leave me alone. How about that? I think that's a huge part of it. I, I would also, 
I wonder, strategize, because how many bites at the apples is this guy going to get in terms of getting a, a big payday? I mean, the, the folks at, um, uh, not over the cap, what's going on, uh, Spot Track said his market value may be close to, you know, $19 million, $20 million. Now, Which I, I think is preposterous. I think that's preposterous too, but it's the idea that if you're going to go start somewhere and be up, you know, in that Mitch Trubisky tier, or maybe somebody's filling for a while, you got one more chance to do that. More sample is not good for Taylor Heineke. Right, your your good deposits are already there. You leave with a, I mean, I, I know not everybody loves to, loves to hear this, but you leave with a good quarterback record over the course of this year. Right, you weren't the plan. You were some. You were always the bridesmaid for two straight seasons, and you saved this team's bacon and got them competitive to try to make a postseason run for two straight seasons. They wanted to do better than you and couldn't, and here you came riding in again to be the hero of the day. Leave with a winning record. That's your last sample. A meaningless game, and I don't think anybody in their right mind anticipated Washington would play as well as they did in that last game against Dallas. It felt like a my vacation my vacation starts tomorrow. I'm going to Cancun. Everything's already packed. Let me get through this one. But they kicked ass. They were great. So going into that, maybe you go, I don't need the my a, a bad sample to be at the end for me if I'm Heineke. I fully expect Heineke in an interview like this to say that he wants to come back to Washington, that he'd be willing to come back to Washington. That does not surprise me at all. The, the way that he answered that question, making it seem as if, and maybe I'm just reading too much into it. You tell me if you think that's the case. But he made it seem as if, like, they've already been talking about him coming back. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that's I thought I read he it. was hinting at. Yeah, that's how I read it. That surprises me. I am on record, and I'll stay on record. I don't think bringing him back, if it's as a backup to Sam Howell, is a good idea. Uh, I think Taylor Heineke's an outstanding QB, two. I think he's one of the better backups in the league. So if you just want a really good backup, but you don't care about anything else, then you can put a period at the end of the sentence and say, well, you'd be lucky to have him as your backup. Fine. I personally don't do celebrity backups. I, I think He's if, crossed into that, I if think. If Sam Howell gets off to a slow start, you know, has a three-pick first game, or through three games you're one and two and the offense isn't clicking, you guys all know, you're, you're smart fans that are listening right now, you know what's going to happen. You might be the person leading the Heineke chant, or, or you'll just be sitting there hearing it, but that will happen. And if your backup is Mitch Trubisky or Jacoby Brissett or uh, Case Keenum or Colt McCoy, that won't be the case. And that's why I would go that route. I would do everything I can to make sure that, yes, I have a backup who can come in and run my offense. That is important but that that guy is not a threat to Sam Howell if Howell's development and staying on the field is going to be a factor. And I just think that Heineke is a lightning rod. Yeah, He, he can't just exist anymore. Everyone not his notices fault, by the way. When he's yeah. In, yeah, exactly. He did nothing wrong. In fact, everything he did was probably right. But he just can't be a dude in the room eating a meatball. He just can't chill and pop it into his mouth and stand there. Everyone goes, oh, look, Taylor Heineke's here. I'm not doing that if if Sam Howell's my guy. Yeah, we're all we're all colored by our experiences. And my experience here has said to me, good organizations could probably deal with this no problem. We're not that. I can't have any fans that come to my games clamoring for the backup the instant something goes awry with my starter. You know what I mean? Like regardless of situation, just I'm I'm so scarred from that, I'm gonna err on the side of extremism there. Right? I'm just not going to have a backup that anybody come, that, that, that comes through that turnstile into my stadium. The instant the first pass is overthrown or whatever, if they're going to chant my backup's name, that guy's not on my roster. Now, I say that, and I will have to also admit, if I was the Eagles, I wouldn't have taken Jalen Hurts in the second round by way of that theory. 
this college quarterback who played in a national championship game who would immediately have a following and, and believers who would say he's better than your, your embattled guy that's currently on the field. And so if I'm a GM, I'm going to miss on guys like Jalen Hurts sometimes with that axiom that I have. And you got to wear that. But I think more often than not, you can do more damage than good with just having a backup that people really, really like. But that's something we'll be talking about, I'm sure, in the weeks ahead. But we wanted to get you that audio, Heineke, just this afternoon on the McAfee Show. Grant and Danny on the fan. Our double play comes your way next. What's going on in our lives? Nothing to do with sports. We've got those tickets to go see Fallout Boy at 4 o'clock on GND. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.